It's starting. Okay. Alrighty. Oh, it's not up. There we go. Okay. <laughs> you want to do the introduction? Okay. Hi, I'm Lucia. Hi, I'm Barbara. And we met at work and we realized how much we have in common coming from very different backgrounds. Um, I am American Jewish, um, really Jewish American. My background is very American and my religion is very much who I am and I'm very happy and proud to be a Jew. And I am Hispanic, um, or you could just call me Caribbean Mexican, <laughs> depending <laughs> on how people want to take that. Um, and I'm born here in the United States, immigrant. Uh, well, I have two. My father's an immigrant, my mom's from PR. Um, so first generation, basically. Um, and my, I guess my religion is Catholic. Yeah. Really Catholic. Yeah. I was baptized in it, but I call myself a lunchroom Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> and for those Jews out there, the JFKers, just for kiddish. <laughs> um, my parents are not really one. They're American, not really American because they became American, but my father is English from England. Mm, so you're first generation as well. Technically, yeah. But my mom is like sixth generation American, mm. but she was born in Israel. So it like kind of cut the cord and made us kind of first generation again. Yeah, no, they really did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so she we, was born in Israel. That's interesting. Yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah. So she grew up there and then at seven or six or seven moved to America. Oh. Yeah. My grandfather is, in a, is a um, war vet. So he was in the United States Army, and then he was like, you know what, I'm Jewish, let me figure out what that means to me. And he went to Israel, did the Israeli army, mm -hmm. met my grandmother, fell in love, and then had two kids and moved to the United States again. That's very interesting. Mm -hmm. That's a good transition. That's mm -hmm. interesting. Yeah. He served in which war? No, yeah. we're, we're already going off. <laughs> I told you it's not. <laughs> um, Vietnam. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Vietnam was not a no. 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 That, that was not a. Yeah. Respect to, to the Vietnam War. Yeah. Well, they did not get the credit they deserve. No. And because of that, I realized how important it is to be thankful to our vets because he went through a big trauma, and that's how my mom became religious. Because of his trauma. So, yeah. So, yeah. Alrighty. So, our first topic. Women's rights. Women's rights. And what that means in religion, because as everybody knows, people think that the Jewish religion only means that you are a um, homemaker, you only do things in the house, you're barefoot and pregnant like the Middle Ages, but no. In Judaism, the woman is the head of the home. We, there's a lot more in the woman's rights, quote unquote, and I'm Chabad, which is Lubavitch, which is, our leader was very much into um, women's rights. Mm -hmm. He was very 
proactive for everything women related. Meaning, as I've told you, most women in my community wear wigs. Mm-hmm. Um, different communities have different guidelines, but our guideline for our in ours was that the rabbi, the rebbe, um, he wanted to make sure that every woman felt beautiful because we were covering our hair. Mm-hmm. And our hair, when it's not covered, is the most beautiful and people like, love our hair. And so he implemented that um, not to wear scarves out of the house, a tehel, meaning like the hats or things like that, because um, when you're presentable, you feel better about yourself. Yeah. Wearing a scarf, you don't feel so you don't feel so confident. Yeah, you're covering basically. Yeah. So that's why we cover we, we cover our hair as us. That's a religion aspect, but we. Um, wear the wigs to be beautiful. And it shouldn't be, we, we, ours are, none of ours are synthetic. They're all real, human hair. And nowadays there's something called lace tops, as you probably know. And that was something that made us feel beautiful and our culture is, our sect and the religion is very open-minded and was like, we want women to feel beautiful. It's already a hard, commandment to keep mm-hmm. so we're so we are allowed to wear that see i didn't know that i think that's a fun fact for me because i really did not know about that aspect but in what sense like i didn't know like that your leader basically like mm-hmm. was petitioning for that mm-hmm. that aspect of women yeah he was very that his uh, covering the hair was a commandment that was like a broad spectrum and people would wear scarves and what was going on when the rabbi was alive. He died 30 years ago. Um, when he was around, he, um, I guess you could say realized, but he his thing was women were going to the workforce back then in the 60s, 70s. Women were the really the breadwinners of the home back then after the after the war. Uh, oh, yeah, because we have back, back wars. Yeah, so after the war, and in, we have a lot of children because we fun and beautiful and everything um they needed to make income so women were also the women's rights movement was then and the women were going to the workforce not only as secretaries and really low-level entry jobs so he noticed there was a big um uptake in women wearing scarves that would take them off before they went into meetings because they wanted to feel like a presentable person. Mm-hmm. They were embarrassed they were the only one covering their hair. Mm-hmm. So they were like, okay, we're gonna take off our scarf. It's 30 minutes in the, in this room, who cares? Where the commandment is to cover your hair at all times, other than when you're in your home. And no men are around, other than your husband, your children, and your parent, your father. Yeah, the immediate family. Yeah. Really immediate, like bloodly related, even like your uncle can't really see it either. Oh wow! Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah. I feel like I'm rambling. No, 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 it's a good aspect because it's, yeah, I don't like I didn't know about that yeah. aspect of your religion. I didn't know. See, I never knew where the wigs came into play. Okay. I knew that you guys were supposed to cover your hair, yeah. 
like after like you got married and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But I never knew when the wig came into play for for your culture. Yeah. So that that's interesting for yeah. me. For me, you know, it's just like a woman in our my culture at least, mm-hmm. and Hispanic culture, the Latin culture, we're we're more of like the the homekeepers as well. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, I guess you could say, as some people like to say, like it's like our old like the old tradition. Okay. Basically, like the woman is the one that's supposed to maintain the home, like be at yep. home, take care of the husband, take care of the children, and stuff like that. Though, as you can see, things have changed. There have been many things that have happened within the society that have put women, as you said, into the workforce mm-hmm. to be the breadwinners yeah. in these aspects. Um, but in culture-wise, even now, um, like the woman is supposed to be able to take care of the, the husband, their yeah. partner. Um, and that's not something that not a lot of people, but at least I feel like not a lot of Americans, like really like anybody that is not, doesn't have like a real fundamental culture, mm-hmm. like they don't really carry that aspect. But someone who has like a certain type of culture, you carry it. Like if you come from the Caribbean, that's something you carry. If you come from these Latin countries and so forth, you carry that culture. Like you're supposed to be able to take care of that person that you're with. Oh really? Provide for your for your children. Like you're supposed to take care of your home. So it's very traditional. Yes, it is very traditional as well. So that's a like it's a fun like it's interesting because it's similar in that aspect, but at the same time you see the push that happened within society that put the women into the workforce, and you see the little changes that have happened. But even now, like I can I can straight up say like my mom like. I have, I, have, I have a husband. Even, matter of fact, I'll use my sister as an example. Because <laughs> it's hilarious to me. We know which one you are. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the oldest one, actually. I'm kidding. <laughs> I just about to expose her. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm exposed. <laughs> For my sister, like, she, she works. Okay? Mm-hmm. She has two children. Mm-hmm. She's working now. Uh, like, she recently entered the, the workforce again. Uh, it's been a couple of years, but it's it's been recent. Mm-hmm. Um, she was, like, she's always worked. Yeah. But then she got married, had her second child, and became more of a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. She, within the last few years, entered back into the workforce. But in our culture, as stated, the woman's still supposed to be the one that takes care of the husband. So, like, you will hear my mom be like, did you cook for him today? Did you did you do this? Did you pack his lunch and stuff like that? Oh, even though that she works. Exactly. And probably he works as well, but she, your mom still has that, like... Yeah, it's, this, it's that first generations, we get, we get taught those things. Like, like, you'll hear, like, certain... This is my favorite, okay? Yeah. Because it's hilarious to me. When you're dating somebody and they're just like, oh, can you cook? And to me, it's just like, some people will take it as an insult. <laughs> but to me, it's just like, I am first generation. I had to learn how to cook at a young age. If my mom was not home, I definitely, and no no, like no like other sister was home, yeah. I definitely was the one cooking. Oh, so that's different for me. I'm also the oldest, so it's, a, it's oh. very different. So you're oldest, I'm youngest. <laughs> that I didn't know. I yes. didn't realize that. I'm youngest, but oh. still, even then, like, and the thing is, it's funny because I didn't learn how to cook from my mom. I learned how to cook from my dad. 
No way. Yeah. Hey, really? My mom doesn't really cook so much. Oh, it's my wow. dad. No, see, that's the thing. My mom is the cook. She is the cook. But my father, when he cooks, it's chef. different cultures. You said yes. But the thing is, listen. I tell my mom she sold her culture already. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that she sold it. She's just so. I guess, like you know, being married for so many years, and my father, mm-hmm. she really had to learn. Mm-hmm. His culture as well, right. and trust me, that's not an easy Puerican and Mexican. They go back and forth. Yeah. They go back and forth, and they got jokes for days on each other. Yeah, I guess it's. I I used to think that it was more of a Jewish because we have different sects, mm-hmm. sects like sections mm-hmm. that a lot of them can't intermingle. Mm-hmm. Like Lubavitch, Chabad, like me, and somebody in David's culture, our boss. Well, it, it wouldn't, it's a very hard, even though we're both considered ultra-Orthodox, we have different um, interpretations of the law, mm. of the letter of the law. So it's very hard to like, marriage is already hard. Bringing the religious aspect to it is even harder, you know? No, oh, yeah, because it's so background. That's a hard. lot where you guys base your, the way yeah. you live yeah. off of. So, so that's funny how your mom was able to, like, give up, quote, unquote, for... It's more like a compromise. <laughs> so you're like, Puerto Mexico, Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have the best of both. I always joke around. I have the best of both worlds. Because luckily I do know how to, like, do both. Oh. Because of that. You know, my father, like, he knows how to cook certain things from her culture. Like that. What culture do you like that? But what food wise do you like better? I'm not trying to get attacked. <laughs> but you know, like going back to the main thing, like you know, yeah. that that's the aspect of a woman. Like the yeah. woman in our culture is supposed to be that. But like nowadays, you see the transition that happened. Yeah. But now you see, from what I can see, because I, as you know, I love, I love to yeah. dabble a little bit in the the politics, a little bit of what's going on now with mm-hmm. the women. It's, it's changing. Like, the game is changing completely. Like, we we went from being traditional, okay? We went to entering the workforce, getting getting ourselves in some some stepping stone of power, Yeah. okay? And now it's just like you're seeing, like, the takedown of us again. And it's just like... In what aspect do you find that word, the takedown? I feel... It's not that I feel. It's, you what are you seeing, I'm saying? Like, politically... In a political way, yeah, you see there are being laws put in place to control women. Mm-hmm. Like, like recently, I didn't even like because I like I like I stepped back a little bit because I was just like, yo, like this is getting scary. Like, yeah, nobody back. believes me. Like, because this is the way I feel. Okay, I don't know about anybody else, but this is the way I feel. Yeah. I feel there's a war on women right now. Like, I feel like women are being we're being taken. For granted, and we're being our role that we play in society is being removed, and we're being we're becoming more of an object to society. In what sense? But you mean that, like, because we're and this is what I'm seeing, and that's where I'm taking from what you're saying is because we entered the workforce, we are now doing both jobs, and we're being taken advantage, quote unquote, of our role. Meaning, we're being told, 
go to, you must have a career, you must have a job. But also, if you're not, if you don't have kids by 30, you, something's wrong with you. See, that, that's in the, in the real world, not even in my world. My world, if you're not married with a kid by 20, you're like, I'm 20, 30, 24, you're an old maid. But like in the real world, when I look at the quote unquote little bit of the politics, I have to take a step back because it was too, it, it was too much for me to like, go, I, it was like scaring me because I was like, this is not my life. This is what the world is, and this is not how I feel day to day. Me and Barbara have, and Beverly and Renee and Stacey. Yeah, because we have our own beliefs, and luckily yeah. we live in a state where it's just like, it's not a state that's violating our rights quite, like, mm-hmm. not, God, hopefully it doesn't happen, but mm-hmm. we're, we're not having our rights violated mm-hmm. yet. And I, like, I'm, I, like, I recently started listening again to the, to the works of things, yeah. and Fun fact. Yeah. Do you know that there's there are generals, nineteen I think it was nineteen generals that are now petitioning for basically hospitals in other states, like that are near states that have the abortion, like the abortion ban. They're petitioning for those states that are near them that are doing abortions to provide those records of any woman they find like suspicious of possibly obtaining. Uh, an abortion oh and that, that's not even where it cuts down see this is what I'm saying like this is why I don't listen to that's this that's our right like, of privacy that, like because my right of privacy my right of to do whatever I want the thing is for me I would never have one I would never do one ever ever like it, there is no I don't think I ever would contemplate even doing it unless it was endangering my life not even, but see, that's where your religion allows it. Depends on how. And yeah, but when. if it's if it's placing your life in danger, where yeah. like if you don't do this, you're going to die. Yeah, that's the only like that's really a way that your religion allows yeah. it. But Catholics don't. Catholics, you're not supposed to do it either. What about Roman Catholics? I don't know if there's a difference. You're not Roman supposed to have an abortion. At all, like, even you should die versus see, this is having a, an abortion. It's obviously there's the aspect of no sex before marriage. I understand that part. But if there has been not a rape, because I'm not rape is completely different. That's not even that's not that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying somebody who decides to go and have sex before marriage and that let's say the husband, the the guy doesn't want to marry or you don't want to marry that guy, whatever it is. You're not, and it's endangering your own life. You're not allowed to See, the endangering, like, I'll get back to you on that information, the endangering part, mm-hmm. but you're not supposed to have an abortion in, in mm-hmm. the Catholic religion. Like, we, like, it's down, it's frowned upon, sorry. Yeah, so, but it, if it's, it's probably frowned upon, from, my, like, my side, it's frowned upon because you shouldn't be having sex before marriage. It's true. But, like, even if, like, you're, let's say, if it's, Rape is different, in any, and like all those, like those one percent things, quote unquote, the mm-hmm. rape, the inset, the rape from inside, even on that certain stuff. things like that, like they're forcing women to have the kids now. There's the matter of fact, there was a story that I was listening to. I call it a story. It's not, <laughs> it's not a story. It's like it's it was an actual it's Article. an actual woman who was in court, like because they're like trying to fight against this and. She was in court, and her testimony, basically, was talking about how she basically had developed, um, what's the best word for it? 
she basically developed a, like basically an infection um mm-hmm. and she was they told her like no she can't have the abortion she was sent back home okay mm-hmm. for her baby to die within her okay and basically for it to get bad enough for her to have to come back and get that like get an abortion basically even though the baby the fetus itself has already passed away in her yeah and this was a testimony in court so i have family members and friends that live in florida mm-hmm. and they it's they've had um miscar not miscarriages they've had stillborn i have a friend who just had a who had a stillborn two years ago mm-hmm. um so it it's only been a year since Roe versus Wade, so it really had, probably hasn't had an effect on her. But she would, they, she, no heartbeat, hospital, deliver your baby. Technically, in technical terms, yes, she had a stillborn, but they had to do the procedure of a an abortion on her. Mm-hmm. But she, it's not an abortion. She had, she it was birthed the baby. Basically. She birthed the baby. So it, it's not as cut, not cut um, no, I think you're using the word cutthroat. Cutthroat is harsh, I thought. I'm saying like clean cut, clean cut. It's also clean cut like abortion, I feel like. There's just like a, I think that, here's my problem with it. Here's why I have a problem with abortion. You're going to have sex. Not you. Someone's going to have sex. I don't want to put it on you. I'm not going to put it on you because I don't want you to have to have this. No, 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 because I I have a similar view, that's why. So don't worry. I don't want you to be like, whatever. Someone has sex, right? Mm -hmm. And first of all, there's condoms. There is IUDs for yourself. If anything, let's say you are partying. Let's say you're doing risky, someone's doing risky behavior, right? Mm -hmm. Get yourself an IUD. Just out of whatever. But condoms, 100%, you don't know what... Protect yourself all the time. You don't know what STDs are going on. Exactly. That's first of all. Second of all, IUD, that's just the precautionary. Then there's actual birth control pills. Then there's the woman, there is a woman diaphragm. There is a woman vagina... Um, um, the condom. condom. Mm-hmm. There are so many uh, ways, as a female, mm-hmm. because we are female empowerment, I'm, because I'm very into female empowerment, but at the same time, I'm not. First wave, yes. Second wave, no. I get that. Um, third wave, hell no. Nah. <laughs> um, Gone too far. Way too far. Because I'm not better than a man. We're equal. That, That's it. We can go into that in a short moment. <laughs> but there's those five different things you could do. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Let's take four because IUD is a procedure. Let's not add that to it. I'm, let's keep four things: mm-hmm. condoms, birth control, female, female condoms, condoms, and a diaphragm. I think the diaphragm is similar to a female condom, but I'm not sure. Spermicide. There we go. Five. Spermicide. Spermicide. Educate me. <laughs> <laughs> it's lube that is spermicide. Oh, you're talking about the loop that kills the sperm. Yeah. Okay. So there, if you're going to be doing, having one night stands, if you're going to be having, doing these things, go ahead. Someone can do that. But at the same time, a mistake, it's not a mistake. You're having sex, which is the 
what leads to having a child. Exactly. That's the sex is pleasurable, but the intention of sex is to bring yeah. a baby into the world. But you see, this is my thing. Like as as you said before, I personally I wouldn't. But I, I don't I don't condone anybody who has, okay, because that's your own personal choice. Mm-hmm. Let's get this straight. I am you always I exactly. Like I am pro life. But I'm also pro-choice. Yeah. Okay. You're not I would, Yeah, like, I believe, in my aspect, I wouldn't want to do it. Okay? Yeah. Because to me, that that is a blessing. To me. Yeah. Okay? Now, if you're, you're in danger while having this, I agree completely. Listen, you're looking to survive? Go ahead. Yeah. It's going to cause issues? Go ahead. If you feel like you're not ready to have a child... That's that's your choice. Like there's some, I guess maybe because I'm so I'm the religious one. Like I'm like a religious one. Like I grew up religious. You're playing with fire when you're doing this stuff. You have repercussions. This is the thing. It's like, not just a procedure. There is repercussions. Like you're driving, but like this. yeah, there's long term effects that can mm-hmm. happen, and it's not healthy. It's not. It's not taking taking the pills the day after pills and all that stuff. That like stuff that. is None of that is horrible. It is, but this is the thing about it. Like going back into the main topic yeah. of it, the fact that they're requesting these records. Oh yeah, it's women's records yeah. specifically women. Yeah, just because you find it suspicious that this woman is traveling out of state into another state, mm. like you're, it's not even like the right of abortion to me anymore. It's That's like, privacy rights. It's privacy rights, and it's my right to travel freely into other states. Yeah. Like, as I stated before, if you decide to do whatever you want to do, perfectly fine. Yeah. Perfectly fine. I am no one to judge nobody. I am not God. Yeah. Okay? I am not Mother Teresa. Apart from it. <laughs> yeah, listen, like, everybody has their own right to make their own choices. Mm-hmm. God gave us free choice, freedom of choice, yeah. basically. So if you decide to do that, you deal with that consequence. You deal with that. You contemplate it. Okay? But the fact that they're doing, they're stepping into these parts of Mm -hmm. our rights is what, like, disturbs me. It's just, like, this is the right to my privacy. This is the right to my, like, for me to travel. Yeah. Like, you have things that are slowly coming into play that is just, like, this is where I feel like the stripping. It's slowly happening. Like, we work hard to get to a certain level. Okay. And now it's just like, now you're slowly taking that away from us. Sooner or later, it's going to be like, we need our husbands to sign off on the paperwork mm-hmm. and stuff like that. What if you don't have a husband? Because wasn't it like that back in the days? Like, yeah. where the husband would have to come in and sign a paperwork in order for you to be, like, released I think that or was something? in England. That was the... They were doing it here in the U.S. too. Yeah. Because, um... There's a show called The Midwife, I think, and um, on Netflix, and mm-hmm. it was and what what it was show, what it was about was these women who are constantly having babies. Mm-hmm. They're midwives, obviously, and they're living in the, in the church in the, in the with the nuns, mm-hmm. and um, everybody was having abortions in back alleyways, and that's why they were dying because the King of England didn't allow because it was. I think it was Catholic at that time, oh, as of, at the time of the piece of the movie, the government 
not documentary, the TV show, mm-hmm. where abortions weren't allowed, weren't legal. So people were doing it back alleys and dying. So I don't think that's safe at all. And that I don't want that it to go back to that because that's not safe. But my my point was at the other time was you drive a car, right? Mm-hmm. You know that if you do stupid stuff, the you are causing consequences. You have an accident, there's a consequence. Mm-hmm. You have to deal with that. You can't just drive off. You can't just say, F it, not mine anymore, not my problem. No. Mm-hmm. It's you have to now go through insurance, you have to talk you have to get out of the car, talk to the driver, file a police report. Mm-hmm. All this information is more it, yeah, it's important. No, it is. But the, the, that's the thing. We have our consequences. But the thing is, the, the things that are happening now and stuff like that, even the way, like, the way we're referred to in certain legislation, we're no longer women. That has nothing to do with the... No, we're getting into it. another topic. No, but think about it. These are but That's the LGBTQIA... But that's a, but this is the thing like our like we're slowly being stripped of what of what we are what our rights are. Yeah, but I don't think that has to do with legislation right now. No, that but that's the thing. This is this is all part of our all sorry all <laughs> part of our rights in a way. Right. Think about it. If you're no longer considered a woman, then what the yeah, hell the are you? Exactly. And then sooner or later, like. No, chest feeder, you can't cross the state line. Birthing person. I'm a bir- we're birthing people. I know, I know. Like, but think about it. These are these are they're small things to, to certain people. They're small things. Yeah. But they all come into play into our rights. Yeah. And think about it. But that's a yeah. We play a role in society. Sorry to say, but. I believe in the the I, I I not the patriarchy. It's the wrong word, but I tradition the traditional. I like there is a reason for the woman. Guess what? We make you. You yeah. can't live without us. You may think you can live without us, but we our bodies are the mystery, the true mystery of what God made. Yes, there's Adam, but think about it. Can Adam read? No. Like, can he make a baby? No. We have we hold a lot of it. That's why, that's why, that's why I brought up the birth control aspect. We have birth control, female condoms, diaphragms, things that women can do. We tell a man we don't want to have sex. You don't have to. No, I'm saying there is nothing is on the table anymore. Exactly. No. A man can't say we're not having sex. It's not, it's not, and we just walk out very sexual, sex, 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 sexually, sexually. They'll be like... Off the table, let's go get in bed. It's not a. They are not. They're made that way. Women are the ones that hold the power in sex. Oh yeah. So you not taking control over. That's why. That's why I believe women are should be in control of the birth control and have birth control. Yeah, it we should sucks. be in control of all that. Yes, birth control. Anything sucks. that pertains to us, we should be the ones in control. Like that's that you know. Not a lot of people see it that way. But you're right. When it comes to certain aspects about our bodies, I'm sorry, but we should be in control of that. Yeah. So if we want to seek out medical help for something, if we want to seek out, let's right. say, 
Not even like it's not even just like for for the whole abortion shit. Like like I'm sorry, excuse my language. But it's not just for that aspect. Like if we wanna seek out like certain medical help, mm. we should be able to do that because we are human. Yeah. We are women and that is within our human rights. Here's something that I just thought of. It might be a hot take. Mm-hmm. Do you think, because of all the ideology, uh, the idea, uh, ideology of I'm a woman, I'm a man. The tra- I know what we shouldn't go into this topic right now. Wait, but it's about like about the whole. I mean, we could we could answer. We could dabble a little I'm saying. Bit. I'm saying. Do you think because it pertains to this is? Do you think that because you have because um, people are men are coming out and saying that transgender and they're being women and then they're pushing things. Do you think that could be a cause to why they're banned? People believe that it's a ban on women because of the fact where today I can say I'm a man, right? And I can walk around, try, be dressed as a man, dress butch, I'm a man, right? But tomorrow I'm like, no, I want to be a woman, dress all feminine. Fine. You're my prerogative, whatever. But do you think that because people are going too far to the extreme, where they're taking women are removing, uh, men are removing their genitals, men are having plastic surgery, elective surgery, and then regret it later on? Do you think that that could be the reason why abortion might be a hard topic? Because they say you might regret this in the future. It's a, it's something that I just thought of. You might regret it in the future. That's why we're sending you home. I think there's always a regret in that, like, because mm-hmm. I I think the woman that has to decide to do that, there is a decision that they have to make for themselves as well. Okay. So I always think there is a regret in that, but I don't think it is within the government's right right now. A government that is majority men mm-hmm. to make those decisions for us I do see like the the aspects of this whole identifying as this and that playing into this mm-hmm. and honestly I can tell you this much the way I have very very conservative views on that and I'm, I'm a person that people people be like but you're very open minded like I shock my friends when I actually speak about yeah. my, my views on that but I'm not going to dabble too much into that. I feel like this is all coming about. And the way it's coming about, it's being put out there more. Like into like the political What aspect. do you mean? What is being put out there? Like this whole, I, I identify as Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that. the identity politics. Yeah. I feel like that is being put out there more. Like in the political aspect, the social media aspect, mm-hmm. the TV aspect. Oh, 100%. I feel like it's all being put out there now in a way to set certain controls. That's how I feel. Because we're being shown these things, okay? I love that we never had this conversation because <laughs> I believe everything that you're saying right now. And I was scared to say it because do you know how scary it is to talk about this shit? No, it Sorry is. It's a that. war and that's the thing. And I like... Honestly, I say it to my mom, and this is a woman who comes from a traditional background, mm-hmm. okay, like straight up traditional background. And for me to say these words to her, like there is a war going on against women right now. 
for someone with a traditional mindset, it's kind of like weird to take in mm. until you see everything start coming into play. Like, okay. come on, like back back in her days, like in her culture, like it wasn't something like women women weren't all going out into the work field to be educated and stuff like that and become like these powerful people. Exactly. You were meant to obtain a certain level, get married, and be a wife. Mm-hmm. And that's how that that was the mindset for many of them. I'm not saying for everybody, but that was the mindset for many of those that have that traditional value. Okay. Now, for me to say these words to my mom, there's a war going about war going on against women. It's not something easy for her to take in until you start giving her the facts of what's actually coming into play. Mm-hmm. And then these things, as I say. They might look minor, but it's all coming into play and it's all changing our role in society. Yeah, I believe that. Exactly. Come on, like, really think about it. We really came up, like, women had the biggest glow up, okay? From the women's rights in the 1920s and up, we had the biggest glow up, okay? World War II happened, okay? And we went to we the workforce. Were, exactly. We were the biggest workforce during that time period. The men came else. back. Yeah. Okay, when the men came back, what did you see? You saw, like, propaganda. I call it propaganda because, to me, that's what it was. Like, of women going back home and becoming they housewives. They but didn't. how could you when you, many of these women lost their, their, their men? So there wasn't like really a home, home to come back to. Many of these women had to stay in the workforce. And then you see the continuation of things like that. Like women continue to continue to get educated. They continue to enter these fields. We start to break these boundaries where it's only supposed to be men. Yeah. Now think about it. We finally got into the part where we're in power. Okay. Yeah, we are. We have a strong say. Okay. And I thought we're entering the, entering the political power, okay? Yeah. I mean, come on. You see, nah, I won't vote for her, but you see Hillary Clinton running for presidency. Yeah. You didn't see that in the past. No, you didn't. So, Nikki Haley's vote going this year, like, that's, and she's a conservative. Where if you look at if you look at it and you're saying conservative people say that you shouldn't be women shouldn't be anything we should be barefoot in the front kitchen, look that's the thing we're entering these fields yeah. of power, and it's now you need to go back to being what you were supposed to be, and many of many many people look at women as. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be under the man. You're supposed okay. to be a birthing person. So, like, you have these things coming into play. You have these little, oh, I identify as this, I identify as that. Oh, I identify as this, I can do that. Yeah. But in all reality, there is only one creature that is female. Okay? Well, not one creature, but there's only, like, there's an X, Y, and Y, and X, X. That's it. There is exactly. those four there chromosomes, is no, and that's it. There's 
XX, XY, whatever the hell you have is what, what you, you are. Exactly. I, I, it doesn't matter what you have down there. If you have an but XY, if you have an XX. And that's who we are. That's who we are to our core. Like When our you die, family. they're not going to say... They're not going to look at your... They're going to look at your... Archaeologists are going to look at your bones and say, Oh, this was a female. They're not going to say... This person decided to be... Exactly. Wait, this person doesn't have a, a male genitalia. What happened to him? You see? They're going to say, what happened things. to him, not her. Because that's what XX are. and XY. But these all these little things are coming into play. And yeah. they're just... It, it all plays a part into, like, putting the woman... Into a certain position, yeah, and that's how, like, that's how I feel. I feel like a woman is always gonna have regrets, always gonna have some type of thought of what they do, the the, the decisions that they make. Mm-hmm. Think about it. We're naturally emotional beings. I'm not saying there's no cold-hearted women out there. Okay? Oh, for sure. They, they could be. They, there are some women out there that are narcissists. Very. <laughs> okay, but speaking on on the aspects of like. The, an emotional being, like what a woman basically has to deal with within her body. Mm-hmm. I believe we have to deal with those issues ourselves, and we should be able to make those decisions for ourselves. Mm-hmm. But aren't we? I don't really. I assume when I vote, aren't I voting for what I want? I know in New York City, my vote means nothing. Think about it. Are you really voting for what you want or what you, are you voting for what they just put on the table for you to vote? Yeah, but they can't make a law without me voting for it. No. They can't. You're, it's a constitution. You can't. Part of the constitution is we the people. That's the first yeah, word of the... That's the way it's supposed to be. That's, we the people. It's the way it's supposed to be. The people are supposed to vote. But think about it. Women got their, their vote, they their voting rights at around what? I want to say 60s, but probably the 20s. No, baby girl, early 1900s. The 20s? Yeah. Yeah. So that's say, when the women's rights movement started happening. Yeah. Because and it, then you have, like, you know, listen. We play a role. Okay, we do have, we're, we're half of what society is supposed to be, but... At the same time, we're not the ones creating these legislations. These legislations will have aspects of things that we would like. So why is there more women going to the politics aspect? That's the thing. Women are triads into the politics. And this is where I feel there is a war on women. Because we're being limited again. Like, there are only certain things that we're, we're going to be able to do from now on. When you, like... Other than abortion, what in what sense? Think about it. You can only get health care in like certain places. Like certain states, they took away like your certain health care. You still have the biases of being a woman in power. Okay? So I feel like slowly but surely, it's going to happen. <laughs> your phone was acting up. <laughs> slowly but surely, it's going to happen where it's like, it's going to be a limit of jobs we can apply for and things we can do. Oh, it's because it's me. I think we got past an hour and it went off the... Oh, it's 6.15.
The smoking is gonna yeah. happen. It's gonna happen where. Well, hopefully it doesn't. I hope it doesn't. But I don't think that, it will be. Uh, if, but I do feel if we continue going down the path that we are and allowing the movements, the political, the minority political views going on right now, um, it will continue to be that way. Exactly. But then we need to stick up. I feel like we need to stick up against the transgenders. I feel like we need to stick up against this whole... It's not... Because it's a man saying he's a woman. It's... See, for that, on that aspect, this is where... It's a, that's, a, that's a hard topic to touch on because it's just like everybody's so sensitive about it. Yeah, but then we it, are being the ones hurt in the long run. We are being hurt. But the thing is, for, I don't care what for you, the people who actually fought for those those rights mm-hmm. and are many within that group that fought for within those rights to do what they want with their body, to be who they want to be, Many of them as well feel the same way we feel. Mm-hmm. A woman is a woman. Okay? Yeah, Blair White talks about themselves. it. Blair White talks about it. Exactly. Uh, Jeffree Star talks about it. Though they are what they are, and they, they did their whole transformations, they know deep down they can never be us. That's okay. what I'm saying. I don't care. If, I, if you're that type of person, then go ahead. Yeah, but, but then you have the ones. That don't have the, like, first of all, they're doing it for the benefit. Some of them are doing it for the benefit. Oh, come on. Half the people in New York City are women, are women-owned women business just so they get tax breaks. So they're doing it for the benefit of it, for themselves. And some of them just... Some of them are just, they have something mental going on with them. Okay. Attention! Attention! I want attention. Some of them, some of them are listen. They, 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 they got something going on there that I, don't, I can't even dabble into it like that because it's just like some people are just very sensitive about it, and I'm not here to start a political war <laughs> on that. But at the end of the day, you have out. people who fought, who fought for it, right? And you have people who respect women for what they are. Right. Okay. And all of this that comes into play with the uh, identifies this, identifies that. Yeah. It doesn't. They they. You drop your thing right there. That's not. It's dead. It all comes into play on affecting on who we are. We we should be able. Women should be able to battle against that. Oh yeah, for sure. But it's it's not battling against like. But we're, we're, we're not we're not attacking the, no, uh, the transgenders, okay? Again, I say do whatever you makes you yeah, feel good. Do whatever makes you feel good, okay? We're not attacking you. But there I'm some of you who who feel that you are a woman, like all the way a woman, and you, you feel like you're PMSing even though you're not PMSing, there is something wrong with you. Yeah, because yeah. that, that, that it's just that. not possible. And it's not possible. It doesn't matter. How Men don't have that hormones you take. No, they don't have those hormones. They don't have the capabilities of those. They can't produce it. No, like they can't. They can. 
produce estrogen and stuff like that, but they don't produce the same amounts. It's just like a woman. A woman is not going to produce the same amounts of testosterone. We produce it, but we don't produce the same amounts. And the ones that do have PCOS and have, they do have beards. Exactly. But what are they still? Minor and women. It's also very minor. Exactly. No matter what, the female body is going to be a female body. You have a universe, you have your PMS, you have your hormones, you have your fucking... Fallopian tubes. You can't have... You can't can't get fallopian tubes. It's just not possible. Think about it. Our bodies... And I don't care what anybody says, okay? Our bodies is the most beautiful miracle that God made. Oh, yes. At the end of the day, we're the only, the, the creature, the female creature is the only creature. That can make something for nothing. Yeah, exactly. Essentially, it's not nothing, but it's like, something. Our nothing. bodies are the only ones that can take a sperm. And an egg. And an egg. And our egg, because it's our egg. And create life. Yep. Fun fact. You know, random. My brain goes like that. <laughs> um, when you are in gestation, like when you're like six weeks old mm-hmm. in your mother's uterus, mm-hmm. you grow all the eggs that you have in your entire lifetime. Really? You're that. You'll have all the eggs of your lifetime. So you were technically in your grandma. Oh wow! Isn't that weird? Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I wish she was around. I would joke around like that. Huh? Yeah. I would be like, what are you talking about? Isn't that crazy? No, it is. But think about it. That, that's the beauty of creation. Exactly. And that's the only thing that women, really women, should can, be their job. It, it is their it job. It is their job. But it's the only, it's the only thing that uterus, the fallopian tubes, all these beautiful works that we have in here that create us hell, but also create our, our miracles. Mm-hmm. It is all within our rights to be able to control. Yeah. And it's all within our rights to be who we are. Okay? We are true women. We are the ones that should be able to decide what we can and cannot do. Yeah. At the end of the day, the man, a man, even if he's a doctor, he's not fully going to ever understand a woman. Mm-hmm. They won't. It, we, they don't have the compartmentalized brain that we have. Men and women's brains are different. The book, I don't know who wrote it, I can't remember. Men are from Mars and women are from Venus are, ve- are very, it's very true. I've never read that book, so enlighten me. It's, they, it, it talks about how we are so different. Mm-hmm. We are different Creatures. Mm-hmm. We, women were made with the emotions mm-hmm. and the empathy. Men were created where they were logical thinkers. If we go back to the old, old like early, early years, cavemen, mm-hmm. they were the ones that had to go fight for women. They had to go be strong for women. Yeah, because they're the ones with the stronger build. Exactly, but they were made to be the rational thinkers. Mm-hmm. Women are rational. We also have that 
emotional part of it. Mm-hmm. Marriage is not rational. a marriage is not a rational thing. Children having children is not a rational thing. It's an emotional thing. Mm-hmm. And wanting to be married is a woman. Obviously, some men push, but what a man uh, is a woman pushing them uh, their boyfriends, their significant other, being like, "Let's be not pushing not marriage, but like." Creating um, family, a partnership. A family, yes, a partnership. There you go. Because they want the emotional part of it. Mm-hmm. And men are harder to get that. So we are we have different brains. We look at things differently. We're two mm-hmm. pieces in a puzzle that work together. Well yeah, the woman is an intuitive being at that yeah. time. Yeah. So it's just like we we feel things that a man a man can never feel no and uh, we we are able to compartmentalize a lot of things i just saw a documentary the other day a few months ago actually because my friend's married and it's a really it's a very interesting movie um documentary i forgot what it's called right now off the top of my head but it's a documentary on the role of a woman the role of a woman nowadays is you have a job and you take care of the home. When a woman goes to bed and lays down, too. yeah, there her brain doesn't stop running. It doesn't stop. A man comes home, he'll see something on the floor, and he'll just walk right past it. Not because he he didn't realize it was there. It wasn't there. Not because he was being rude. It just wasn't there. It's not cleaning up after dinner. Yeah, it takes. You have to quote unquote train. But it's not innately in them to be like, oh, let's go do dishes. Let's clean up the home. So that's why splitting the home up chores-wise also is becoming a very big thing. Because if you do want your wife to be a stay-at-home mom, but also work, if you want, I'm sorry, if you want your wife to be a, or a partner to be a working woman, you have to also take on the responsibilities in the home. Yeah. And it's because it's becoming more of a 29, 80, where the woman does work, plus does the housewife and stuff, and the child work. So all of it is on the woman. And the man, yeah, great, he makes money, he makes money. But so is the wife or the partner, the girl. The woman. women are able to make, are able to play multiple roles. Yeah. Basically. And men can't. And we were able to multitask in multiple things. We could be cooking, raising our kids, and working at the same time and still be on the ball on all three Mm -hmm. aspects. It's a joke, but it's the truth. It's the truth. Where when you ask a father about his child, what's his birthday? He said, I don't even know. They don't know. What's What's your child's teacher's name? I don't know. The wife, even if she's working, even if she's. Um, cooking and cleaning and everything, she still knows what her child is up to. She still knows what her child's birth date is. Still knows what her child's teacher's name is. It's just different. It's not that it's different priorities. It's just different things. The man is looking and being like, we need to provide. I need to make sure that the, the roof is over the head. There's money for us when we get old so we can live, to, like, we can live a little more comfortably. And there's food on the table. And they're, yeah, and food on the table. So that's where their minds go. And when they come home from work, they're exhausted. They worked all day to push and be the man, the alpha at work. 
And then when they come home, they are not thinking like we are because we come home and we're like, wait, now we have now we have a second role. Being a partner, being a wife, being a mother, being a house, a, you know, everything that me, means to be part of, of a home, mm-hmm. a homemaker. So it's hard. I don't know how we're going to be expected to do all and we are expected to do all but this documentary was just saying how you need to split it up equally unless you are doing when you are doing stay-at-home mom work and working husband or father they're still working together to do everything it's not that she's not it's not that she's using his money she's in care of everything so that he has the ability to go to work and not have to worry not have that of the home. And as a wife, as a partner, you're not going to overspend. You're not going to overindulge. You know what your husbands do as a true wife and a true partner. Yeah. 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 Because we, we have we have our people. We're not saying there aren't men that don't, don't no. aren't able to like do these certain things. There are men that aren't able to pick up yeah. these roles. But as the general, like the the true woman, the true role that like women who who actually hold tight to like certain aspects of their culture and their their upbringings, I guess you yeah. can say. And not only that, that like it's just a tradition within yourself as well. Like these are many of the things that we look out for. Mm-hmm. We look out to keep our home clean because we like. We like place. to have a nice place. Like it's a like the saying, like, oh, you're missing a woman's touch. Yeah. Why why is there that saying? Because we're creatures that have a way of bringing life into things. Think and about sensitivity. It. Exactly. We bring color into certain into certain things. Like we have a way of maintaining certain things. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day it's just like it's it's true, like our roles, our roles are becoming more progressive. Yeah, and there there has to be a compromise now with the roles, and it's it's becoming more and more difficult because you're you're seeing things change. Like, yeah, many things are changing. Like, women, we listen. A lot of women were entering the workforce. We are, a lot of us are the breadwinner. Some of us make more than the man nowadays. And it's just, there's a there's a separation going on now. Yeah. And there needs to be a connect. I feel like it, in that aspect, do you find, now we're getting into like a marriage or like a partnership, do you find that because us women are becoming very independent and very in the workforce and very on top of our game, being able to do it all technically, like as a single person, I can go to work, keep my house clean, keep my body fed, do all the things that I need for myself. Mm -hmm. Do you find that women are saying, why do I need a man and why should I have kids? I feel... On that aspect, how can I put it? Because I if think you're not a tradition person, 
you're a traditional person? If I'm not a traditional person, I would say there is the aspect of I can do it myself and I, I don't have to be dependent on everybody else. I don't think like it's an intentional thing to be like, oh, I don't, I don't need to have kids right now. I think a lot of what's going on with that aspect is children are expensive. The cost of living is super high now. Yeah. Um, and it's become more difficult to even maintain yourself. So yeah. adding on a child into that, into the play, it's difficult. And coming from a, like a group of, let's say, non-traditionals, okay, you have the, the possibility that, let's say, you do come into that aspect of, I get with somebody, I get pregnant, this person can step away from you. And right. you're, you're stuck. You're not, it sucks to say it, but in a way you are stuck. With you're being pulled into something. Yes. So it's just like, I think it's just, that also comes into play for a woman nowadays as well. Like, yes, I can take care of myself. Yes, I can do this by myself. I don't need to depend on nobody else. But at the same time, it's, do you want to fall into play, into, like, dealing with everything by yourself as well, like having a child by yourself? Some women can. Some women aren't able to do it because some women are making hella money. Not me. Congratulations to you. <laughs> the money aspect, I don't think that, I don't know how, you have dogs. I don't know how you do that yourself. Because I had one. Too. I had one and I had him for less than a month and I couldn't do it. Because he wasn't trained well enough and he broke a wall. That is... And at that, think about it. With a dog, okay, that, that's just like having a five-year-old kid, okay, a toddler. You have to put time into that. You have to put training into that. You have to be able to maintain that, yeah. okay? And you're a woman that works. You're a woman that is enjoying her life as well as a single woman that is entering whatever fields you want to enter into, whether you're dating or, like, whether you're just enjoying yourself, you have to, like, make time for these things. Yeah. And then you put, let's say, a responsibility on top of that, such as a creature as a dog. There is things that you need to compromise in your life for that. Exactly. And you're doing it by yourself. Think about it. So, yeah, I don't know how anyone does it by themselves. So, like, when you really, like, think about it, like, some women, it's not just the aspect of, like, that's going to be the, I, I'm able to get back by myself, and I don't need nobody to do this, and, like, that's that's not there. I don't feel like that's the thing that stops them from dabbling and getting into a relationship and having children. I think it's just there are certain things in society that have made it difficult for a woman to like jump into those type of folks. Like personally, I'm all about getting my bag. Okay, I'm all about, I make my money. I don't feel like I should depend on anybody. Mm -hmm. I don't want to depend on nobody. It would be beautiful to depend <coughs> on somebody. Excuse me. Okay, yeah. but at the same time, it's hard yeah. to do that nowadays because the game has changed for, like, let, let's say outside of your culture, the game has changed for us yeah. as well. You get into a certain age, and let's say, like, for me, I'm 31, okay? 
I have no kids. I am educated. I work. Okay. But that doesn't necessarily mean like I don't want to be with somebody. Right. I, I am I am able to depend on myself if I really want to. But I'm not gonna say I don't want to be with nobody. It's what you want. Exactly. It's like what I guess it's, it's more there's a there's um there's a certain bar now for us, I guess you could say. Like some women we're not we're not willing just to settle for one. No. Like some women like listen, yeah, if you wanna deal with the I've like personally I've dealt with people who who are scums of the scums. <laughs> okay. But it's just we're setting bars now to ourselves. Like if you can't meet this bar, then there's no reason for me to settle for you. And I feel like that's what's going on a lot. And that's what is like stopping women from jumping into these boats of, I'm going to get in a relationship, I'm going to get married, yeah. and I'm going to have kids right now. No, like, I'm, so women are just, we're not willing to settle no more for the bare minimum. If we're able to do the bare minimum for ourselves, mm-hmm. why do we have to settle for you doing the bare minimum for yourself? Yeah, no, doing the bare minimum for me. Like, not even the bare, because I'm not going to lie to you. Men nowadays fail to realize we have expectations and we are in the right to have our expectations. Yeah. Like, people be like, oh, and I hate when I hear this. You shouldn't go into a relationship with expectations. What are you talking about? I should go into a relationship with expectation because if this is what I'm expecting for from a person, because I'm giving this to a person, mm-hmm. I should have expectations. But it depends on what expectations you're expecting. That's true. It all you can't depends. expect a perfect person. Oh no, that's that's, that's definitely something you should never expect. But you have flaws. I have flaws. We, I know my flaws very, very well. I live with myself. Like, I know. You have to deal with your own thoughts. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can't expect someone else to be perfect if you're not no, perfect. No, you should never expect. This is the thing. And you're never perfect. That is an expectation no one should ever have. But you should expect for someone to be able to reciprocate at least, I would say, 45 to 40% of what you get. Okay? Oh, yeah. That for sure. Half or more. Is like amazing, okay. But it's not forty five. The thing is, it's a relationship is never going to be fifty fifty. No, it's like you should. What you give, you should be getting something back, okay. I never expect someone to give the same amount that I give, Mm -hmm. okay. But I expect to get something back, okay. The reason why is because if I'm giving you my time, that is valuable to me. Okay, is my gift, okay, to be in this life. I expect you to give me something back from your time. Okay, I expect right. some form of wooing. Yeah, wooing, some form of appreciation for what I'm giving you. Okay, because a woman is always going to give you more than a man. Yeah. Well, at least some women. Um, listen, some of the just, women that yeah. are that are like true, like lovers. Like, we always give more. Oh, yeah. We're so, givers. at the same time, why shouldn't we expect something back? Yeah. 
I guess so. We, we should always have expectations. We should expect, listen, I expect whoever I'm with, I'm sorry, you need to have, you need to have an income. I don't care. Oh, yeah, like, 100%. That's it. That's it. Not, not, not negotiable. Exactly. But this is the thing. These are, these are, these are legit expectations. Okay, fine. And I, I thought you were talking expectations as different. No, I don't aspect. expect nobody to be perfect. Listen, I'm not going to be like, oh, you got to have a six pack. No. You got to have. Yeah, so that's what I, my brain went to. Oh, you expectations. Know. Like, you have to have the X, Y, Z. No, that's why the two last two people I was someone to set up with me. The last one is a server mm-hmm. at 27 years old. No degree. No degree. What that the guy from yesterday? Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Just because I don't have an education, I work. I expect more than a server. Mm-hmm. I deserve more than a server. If you're 27 years old and you're a server, what are you doing? See, that's the question right there. And the thing is, where when we say things like this, people would say you're a gold digger and stuff like that. But at that, it's a legit aspect. You're 27 years old. You're holding a job that many, many people at 16 to 21, 24. Exactly. It's for a younger age group. Okay. What What are your real like expectations? Aspirations. Yeah, aspirations and expectations for yourself. You want to be a server for the rest of your life? You want to tell your kids, oh, I'm a server? Listen. Some that, people, you go ahead. That's what you want. If you, That's if not you, for me. If you're able to do it, go right ahead. Listen, we're not saying. Because <laughs> I, 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 like, it, sounds, it sounds wrong, but it's a legit concern for a woman that is but taking I'm also care of herself. I'm also traditional. One day I would love to take a, like a few years bang out let's say I want four kids bang four kids out all the same not at the same time but like with back them, to back I would love to do back to back I don't know if my body can handle but I'm saying that in the fact that back to back have my kids do my what 10 years of not being able to work mm-hmm. and then go back to the workforce be able to do that and those you want 10 somebody years, to be able to 10 years support it and support it a server is not going to be able to support that yeah, I'm not going to overspend. Of course, I get that. That's a partnership. But if you're going to be a server, what are you? Where's your? Where's your aspirations and your expectations for yourself? If you're in school, becoming a doctor, that's becoming a lawyer, in school for any aspect. I'm saying doctor or lawyer because those are hard, hard, hard things to have a real job with. But it's a job. I understand servers are jobs. There's an aspect of it where you have to grow up a little and you have to make sure you make money and have money. You get, How do you live? How do you pay your rent? How do you get food? How do you afford clothes? How do you afford health insurance, dental insurance? Dental insurance is expensive. All of that is expensive. All of it. So it's not gold digging. It's more of... I We're looking to see someone who can actually be a provider. And a partner. Mm-hmm. I'm not the one. I don't want to have to provide everything. I did that. I'm not doing that again. See? But that's, you have that experience. Right. So that's where your expectations come into play. Yeah. You see? So 
you see from your experience, listen, this did not work out with this person. There were aspects in the relationship and this played a role into it. Because yeah. it sounds horrible, but money always plays a fucking role into things. Okay? Yeah. Like I'm the type of person. I'm a I, I like to if I love you, I love you. Okay? I am your ride or die, okay? I will support you, okay? But you have to have an aspiration for yourself where you see yourself in a certain amount of time, like a certain time period where you're succeeding in your life. Yeah. And that's the same with me. That's what happened with my ex was I was like, you want to do music? You're allowed to do music. Fine, go ahead. Do two shows a week. Whatever you make on that. Have fun. But after a while, if you don't see that there's actual physical growth Mm -hmm. and also growth in the industry, you need to say, I'm sorry, I didn't do well. And if I need to get a 9-to-5 job, I get a 9-to-5 job. And the days that I want to do my music, I call in to work and say, Hey, sorry, I can't come in today. Mm-hmm. Don't come into the interview and say, "Oh, I do music. I can't come in all the time." No, music becomes your secondary job. Exactly, because that's not what's bringing the money to the table, and that doesn't give you listen joy. I know it gives you joy, but it doesn't make you be able to live the lifestyle. And at that, Mary. If, like in a situation like such as that, you're married. There's consequences. It's not consequences. There are compromises you need to make within your own life. You made this decision to take on a partnership. Okay. You felt you were ready to get married. Exactly. So if you did that, okay, you should be able to see what you need to do in order to provide for yourself and be able to provide for the person that you're with. You want to have a certain comfortability yeah. for the both of you. It can't just always be one person because that creates a strain on the relationship. Yeah. And at that, a woman, we're, we're emotional creatures. If we're doing a lot of the work, that, that affects us emotionally. And that's where I come into that aspect of that question was... Because if you are doing all the work, why do I need to have a man? But that's the thing. No, I'm not saying that. We're emotional creatures. Yeah. We crave a partnership. And though many people want to, like, deny it and stuff like that, we can be content. We can be very content with our own selves and our own space. Listen. I have many times where I, like, I sit down and I'm just like, and I'm not going to lie to you, I was, my, my first relationship was when I was 23, okay, but during that time period of me, like, not being with anybody, not dating anybody, I was very content with being with myself, I was very comfortable okay. with myself, and I didn't feel there was nothing wrong with the way that I was, because I liked being with myself. But you have those moments where you could be sitting on a fucking train, you could be sitting on a bus, you could be sitting in a park, 
and you see a couple pass by mm. and it hits you. Yes. Like we, no matter what, we crave some form of partnership. And though some human of us- connection. Exactly. That's the human being. The human being is meant to be connected. Yeah. Okay. Depending on how you want to take that, some of you, some of you go <laughs> other places with the connections. But when it comes to, to my aspect, the one, because I'm a stingy person, I like to, and I, I always say I'm a stingy person, and this is where my tradition, my my traditional values come into, mm-hmm. into play. I am a one-to-one person, okay? If I'm going to be with somebody, okay? I'm gonna be with somebody that I'm choosing to be a partner with for life. Yep. Okay. And that person is gonna be like we have to be a partnership. Like yeah. And as you stated, it's already hard enough with everything going on. You add marriage into things like that, add partnership onto that. That that's an even harder aspect. But the fact is, no matter what. When you choose, it's, it's a decision. It's a commitment that you have Every to day make. you wake up and you commit to that Exactly. Person. It's not a one-time decision exactly. at your marriage. And I don't care if I'm mad at my part. Like, if I could be mad at you. Ooh, I could be mad at you. But I'm stingy. You're mine. Yeah. When I'm yours, that's it. Yeah. Like, we're, we're those type of creatures where we, we crave a partnership. Yeah. So it's not just like, oh, I can do it by myself, and this is the way it's going to be, and I don't need nobody else to do it. Cool, you don't. That's good. Because at that long run, we we end up being alone at some point. Okay, so yeah. it's good to have... Women last that, longer than men. Exactly. It's good to have that independency, but at the same time, it's beautiful to have that connection. Yeah. So, like, it's just, you know, you're, you're always going to want something. Yeah. Even if you want to, like, deny it to yourself, you want to be like, oh, I'm so happy by myself. Listen, you're, you're gonna run into that moment. Yeah, it, it can be it could be a, a slight moment, but it happens. And the thought runs through your head, where you're just like, "That would be nice." It is always nice. It is always nice. Listen, but at the same time, you know, women, where we're just we're different creatures. We're beautiful creatures. I always say it. I always think we're the we're the greatest mystery that God could have made. Yep. Think about it. We were made to be a partner. Yep. And with that, I think. I think we're good. I think we're good. Don't judge us. This is our first podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just putting it out there as our first podcast. We could have gone off on a lot of tangents, but you got what you got. And welcome to Barbara and Marcia. Yeah. What was the title again? Two worlds collided. There you go.